0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Holy Thursday, April 1st, 2021. No love lost, love sacrifices selflessly.
1: so much for coming tonight. Those of you who are here in person and those of you joining us online, tonight's a really special service and it's such an important one as we continue the journey to the cross and then the glorious resurrection on Sunday morning. My name's Carrie Jones. Alan Jones and we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ we're going to open up with the way that we closed on Sunday which is singing together old rugged cross and then there will be a series of scripture readings we are sticking right to scripture tonight as we take this walk together this passion walk You're welcome to just stay seated, the words are on the screen as we worship together.
2: It's June. I see. For it was on that old cross Jesus suffered and died to pardon and save
0: Again, welcome, and welcome to Holy Thursday service at Connection Church. So glad each and every one of you can be here with us, both here in the sanctuary and out there in cyber world. Yeah. So throughout this season of Lent, our theme has been how there is no love lost when we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Tonight continues that theme as we look at how love sacrifices selflessly, and how Jesus live that out in his final hours.
1: Let's pray together. Almighty God, thank you so much for tonight. It's a night different than other nights in our in our year. And it's really not an easy one when we really think about the extent of sacrifice that you made for us. And Lord, you knew it. You knew what was going to happen. And you did it anyway. Thank you for each person gathered and open our hearts to you in a way that we sense your presence, in a way that we can experience your love and hear your word so that we're changed and transformed by it. I pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, verses 17 through 29. New International Version of the Bible. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time is near. I am going to celebrate the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after another, Surely you don't mean me, Lord. Jesus replied, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me with me, will betray me. The Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who betrays the Son of Man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, Surely you don't mean me, Rabbi. Jesus answered, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it until that day when I drink it new with you into my Father's kingdom.
3: And so Jesus invites us to share in this meal
0: as well, share in this Holy Communion, which we celebrate this Last Supper. Before we start, there's a, you should have an individually wrapped bread. Why don't you take that
3: out now and just set it on the, on the wrapper for now? As we shared from the Scriptures, when Jesus was sharing
0: that last meal with His disciples, He took the bread and He gave thanks to God the Father. Take the bread and lift it up, giving thanks to God the Father.
3: And then He broke the bread. And He gave it to His disciples and He
0: said, Take, eat, this is My body given for you do this in remembrance of me hold on hold on there after supper he took the cup the fruit of the vine take a cup just we're not going to drink it yet we're just going to together hold it up and gave thanks to God the father then he gave it to his disciples and said this is the new covenant poured out for you and for many New covenant in my blood poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink it, remember me. Just hold off on that. And so, Jesus invites us to this table. All who love him, all who want to be in relationship, all who uh, repent of their sin, all who want to start new. We're invited to this table to share in this meal. But before we share, it's an opportunity for us to also to talk to God about those things that are getting in the way an opportunity for us to truly repent, to say, God, this is, this is my sin. Please hear my sin. Please forgive me and help me to go in a new direction. We're going to share in a prayer of confession. I'll start the prayer, and then you all can talk to God individually about your stuff. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Most holy God, we thank you tonight for this opportunity to just remember. We also, Lord, uh, you invite us to this table while we're yet sinners, and that's what we are sinners, Lord, sin that's keeping us separate from all that you have to offer. Please hear
3: our prayers, Lord, please hear our prayers.
1: Holy Spirit, bless this gift of bread and juice. May they be for us a means to your grace. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your sacrifice on our behalf. Lord, you are a good, good father. And we just humbly come before you as we participate in this holy meal.
3: Amen. Take your bread. Body of Christ, given for you. Take.
1: the body of the blood of Christ given for you. Take and drink the cup of salvation. Let's share the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
4: myself I belong to you believe me to your heart to your the cross where your love poured out bring me to my knees Lord I lay me down rid me of myself
1: Jesus predicts Peter's denial. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. And so the question to consider is this, what promises have you made to God? How have you been able to keep them or not? Let's just think about that for a moment.
0: The hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The, The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the question to consider, Jesus wished this cup could be taken from him, yet he prayed that God's will be done. What what cup would you like God to take from you? And are you able to say, not my will, but yours be done,
3: Lord? Not my will, but yours. We're going to be extinguishing candles throughout this
0: service tonight, and we didn't want you to take a mask off and blow it, you know, and it's all against the <laughs> protocol. And we don't have 25 extinguishers here, so candles on a little piece of aluminum foil. So, what we're going to do is when we ask you to extinguish, if you just put that on top, it's pretty slick, isn't it? You notice there's a number on your table. Tables one through six could put out their candles at this time. Please do so.
1: cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him, Am I leading a rebellion, that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour when darkness reigns. And so the question to reflect on is this. One of Jesus' followers cut off the ear of one of the men who came to arrest him. Jesus touched the man's ear and healed him. Who has hurt you that you need to forgive in order to heal the relationship.
3: Then seizing him, Jesus, they led him away and took him into the
0: house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, this man was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, Peter said. A little later, Someone else saw him and said, you are one of them, man. You are one one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, certainly this fellow was with them, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. So the question to reflect on, have you ever denied Jesus, either by what you said or by what you didn't say?
3: Tables 7 through 12, please extinguish your candles.
1: When the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor, by now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanliness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, what charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said, take him to yourselves and judge him by your own law. But we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, My servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders, but now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, Pilate said. Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. With this he went out again to the Jews gathered there and said I find no basis for a charge against him. And so the question is this. Where does your truth come from? Jesus and the Bible or someplace else? Do you have a biblical worldview? Is the filter through which you see things based on Scripture? Let's take a few moments and give these questions some thought.
0: And while Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message, Don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. Chief priests and elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. Which of the two do you want me to release to you, asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah, Pilate asked. And they all answered, Crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him. When Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that instead an uproar was starting, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It's your responsibility. And all the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. And then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. And so our question tonight for this section is, on a daily basis we have the opportunity to choose Jesus or something or someone else. All too often we, like the crowd, choose Barabbas or the other-than-Jesus choice. What influences you in your choosing? What causes you to choose the Barabbases in life rather than choosing Jesus?
3: tables 13 through 18 please
0: extinguish your candles
1: Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus to the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and then twisted together a crown of thorns and sent it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, king of the Jews, they said. They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him away to crucify him. And so we ask you now to close your eyes just for a moment. Close your eyes. Imagine yourself in the crowd As Jesus is being mocked, spit on, beaten, as he is led away to be crucified.
3: As they were going out, they met a man from
0: Cyrene named Simon. And they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall. But after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots. And sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God.
3: Tables 19 through 25, the rest of the tables, please extinguish your candles. If you look on the wall to the right
0: in the room, you, you see the Christ candle by the cross. We, we light that candle every Sunday, the symbol, it symbolizes
3: Christ's presence with us. the only candle that remains this evening but. reminds us of Jesus
0: words found in John 8:12 where he said I am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life mm-hmm.
1: From noon till three in the afternoon, darkness came over the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. As the evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. So Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb.